Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women and a podcasting consultant. So today we have a special uh, special interview for you, which is uh, with the very lovely Sarah Furuya. She is a life coach, an executive coach, and a facilitator who works with entrepreneurs, educators, executives, and more. And I can proudly call myself one of her clients. I've been working with her for the last year as part of her February is the new January VIP coaching uh, program. And I have really, really enjoyed having her support and her insight over this last year. I have definitely needed it. And you can also find out more about joining if you would like for the next round, which opens up in February, uh, January 2021 to start in February. I will have links for that in the show notes for this. But um, when we recorded this episode, I had no idea I would ever <laughs> become a client of Sarah's. But we do talk about you know, her um, corporate social responsibility, which is the the clothes swaps that she was doing. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to have a clothes swap for a while now, thanks to the COVID situation. But here's hoping that they will become possible again in the future. We also talk about being bold and the importance of visibility. And thanks to recording this episode with Sarah, I remember just after this really getting my A into G and going and and uh, volunteering my services to help with the Rugby World Cup, which was going to be happening uh, not long after we recorded this. And I actually was able to have the experience to be an MC at the welcoming ceremony in Iwaki City for the Manu Samoa rugby team when they arrived. It was such an amazing experience. I'd never been an MC before. I'd never even been to one of these official welcoming kind of dinners that they have in Japan for visiting uh, dignitaries or whatever you want to call them. So it was an amazing experience, and I have to credit uh, recording this episode with Sarah to me actually being able to take part in that. So another thing that is a, a kind of a funny synchronicity is that Sarah actually now has her own podcast. It's called the Legends Interview Series. You can find it on iTunes and all of the other places where podcasts are. So she actually has some really good interviews um, that she was doing on video. But thanks to COVID, again, she was unable to continue this video series because of, you know, you have to go and meet people. And that really wasn't um, something that we wanted, that she wanted to do. So she decided, well, how can I continue my legend series without needing to create videos? So she asked me to help her get her podcast started. And thanks to Sarah asking me that, I now have a service called pod Lodge with jane yeah so if you're interested in finding out how you can start your own podcast you can pop over to my website which is jane slash 
podcast consulting. And you can find out there how I can help you if that's, yeah, if it's something that you really want to do. If you are perhaps not sure if it's for you now, well, don't worry, we don't start until January. So um, make sure you get on the list for that if that's something you want to start yourself. I know lots of people think, oh, it would be nice to have my own podcast, but there are actually a lot of steps that go go to creating one and it can trip up people. Yeah. But Sarah didn't let that happen. She just came straight to someone who knew what they were doing, <laughs> which is me. And yes, we got that out there for her. And now you can hear her Legends interview series. She interviews some really amazing people. I've just been fascinated by some of the stories that she has helped to give a voice to with her new show. So without further ado, here is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. It's great to have you here today. Hi, Jane. Thanks for having me. I'm really thrilled to be here. Yeah, Sarah, so you're in Tokyo, and yeah. please give us a little intro for those who do not know you. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, so I'm originally from near Liverpool in the United Kingdom, and I came to Japan in 2001 for one year, like so many of us did. Sounds familiar, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was living out in sticks at the time, uh, out in uh, the suburbs of Tokyo, and after a year and a half, I wanted to move to Tokyo. So I moved to Tokyo, and then very, very quickly met my husband. And then after a few years, decided to uh, take a change in career and start working in the corporate industry. Um, my background is in biology and psychology, so it was great to start applying my psychology in the corporate world at that time. And I was a full-time employee of a, a corporate training company from 2005 to 2012. And in about 2008 or nine, I got introduced to coaching through Few for Empowering Women. Do you know that organization? I do. Yes, please. Yeah. Please just elaborate a little bit on few for those who do not know, though. It's a um, professional networking organization for international, internationally minded women in Tokyo and Kansai and all over the world, actually. And so through that, I was introduced to my first ever coach who was wonderful. And as I was in there and, you know, a little bit frustrated in my job at the time, I thought, oh, this is great. And also it's exactly what I want to be doing. I kind of knew that I wasn't the greatest teacher. I kind of knew that I enjoyed training, but I really loved working one-to-one -one with people. And I learned that through getting coaching. So I also through the coaching, I started being introduced to fabulous entrepreneurs. For example, Marie Forleo, have you heard of her? Yes. Denise Duffield-Thompson. Yeah, um, all these wonderful entrepreneurs that I'm sure have inspired both of us, Jane. Would I be right yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> on just, all the mailing lists, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Danielle Laporte. And I was just like, oh my God. This, ex this, this exists. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> yeah. So that like opened the door for me, for me to start really laying down the foundation for me starting my own business. So that was maybe 2008, 2009. I then met my second coach, started going through her programs. And again, it just was like life-changing stuff for me. But also I absolutely knew that that's what I wanted to do. So with my psychology background and my kind of corporate experience, because when I was working for the 
corporate training company. My biggest client was Microsoft and I actually sat in Microsoft, had a seat in Microsoft for the last couple of years. So that was really my kind of boot camp for working with corporations because I had to learn that corporation from the top to the bottom right. of, the, of the hierarchy and, you know, talk to all the people who came in for coaching sessions with me. And then, um, yeah, in 2012, sorry, October 2012, so I've just had a little anniversary, um, I, I decided to quit my job. I did it really elegantly. So you asked about my word of the year. Yeah. And my word of the year that year was elegant change. Ooh. So I knew I wanted to change, but I wanted to do it really elegantly. Right. And so... I had really good conversations with my managers. So we just reduced my workload down and I was able to kind of leave with, with almost no, you know, the handover was already kind of done because we, we'd worked it out really well. He was a really smashing man who was very, I'm always surprised like managers are fabulous sometimes when you leave in companies. I had the same experience when I left the telecoms company that I had in England. I was really surprised. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. I want to move to Japan. And they were like, okay, let's work it out with your holidays. So you still get your bonus. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Just, and, but that's very inspiring to me as well, Jane, for that kind of generosity point of view as well. I think these things, these surprises that I had where managers are just so caring and so um, they focus on the business, but they also focus on looking after the people, even when they're leaving. That's very inspiring to me. It is. Um, and then, um, so in 2012, I quit my job one day. I left, I, I, you know, I had my last day one day. And then at five o'clock in the morning, I was at Haneda Airport, flew to New York to Marie Folio's last rich, happy and hot life. <laughs> which was, <laughs> wow. Yeah, really? That's when her business was still called Rich, Happy and Hot. Mm. And um, joined 500 women in New York for this huge, um, um, it was maybe 10% men as well. And... Um, and it was this huge kind of three-day extravaganza that she put on with all my favorite coaches. Like uh, I saw Danielle Laporte speak and Gabby Bernstein wow. and um, who's the marketing lady? Uh, Sally Hogshead. Um, um, who's the one who does the daily, the daily love? Mastin, Mastin Kip. And all these people spoke there and it was just like, I'm in this room and this is actually I'm actually here. This isn't yeah. me imagining I'm here. I imagined this. I made it come true. And I knew even at the time, because my next, my next word for the year was valuable stories. I knew that first year one and year two of my business would be just like, you throw out, you know, you throw out everything and see what sticks and then start to kind of funnel it a bit more in year three and four, if you like. That's how I do things anyway, or did back then. And so, but I knew that all of it would be valuable stories at the end of the day, because I'd watched all these mentors that I have who'd gone before me talk about their stories, their mistakes, their massive F-ups and all that kind of stuff and how that actually kind of pushed them forward and so on. So um, that, that was my next word for the year. And I wanted this story. I wanted that story where I left work on one day, flew to New York the next, and then, and the stories keep delivering. So then when I was in New York, on the final day of that rich, happy and hot live, Marie Folio stands up and says, I'm sure you're all wondering what's going on with Sandy. And I was like, who's Sandy? Is she all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Sandy. I had no idea because oh, I've just flown no in from idea. Japan. So I'd missed all the warnings and everything. And luckily I was staying at my friend's apartment who's like, a, he's a famous uh, 
makeup artist. So I stayed up in his apartment up on the Upper West Side. He was off in Miami being fabulous. So he couldn't fly back, but he said, just stay at my apartment as long as you like. I couldn't fly out. And I ended up staying in New York for an extra week to wait, waiting for all the flights to go down in price. Sure. Um, so that I could fly back to England and then spend three weeks with my, my um, parents before coming back to Japan and really starting to kind of, you know, start my business in earnest. And uh, so that's my story. That was wow. six years ago. And, um, and, and, you know, it's, I, I really enjoy telling that story, actually. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so now my business comprises of uh, three arms. I have a corporate arm where I go out and do executive coaching in companies. So at the moment, I've got clients in manufacturing, um, uh, banking, finance, and um, I, I, I just work in all industries there. So I do uh, facilitation, kind of leadership programs. I used to do a lot of diversity and inclusion stuff, especially about around women's leadership, but I found I preferred working one-to-one with people on that rather than at the higher level. Mm. And I think there's other people who are emerging in, in our industry who are better served doing that and much more motivated in that area. And although I still often end up being that person, if you see what I mean, yeah. but I love working one-to-one with women who are in business because I really understand the challenges and I understand the, the lay of the land and I understand how corporations work. So that I love. I'm often working with people who are in transition. So transitioning from say individual contributor to manager or manager to general manager or general manager to senior director or to a VP level and helping them to cross that cross that edge, cross that line, cross that transition. Love doing that. Um, and then uh, my other arm is private coaching. So I have a one-year program that I have at the moment, 23 people going through. That starts in February, ends in January. So that's the kind of the big, the one that really excites me. I love working with people long-term. And uh, and then I also have... Uh, four week uh, sorry four month and six month clients as well in that private area and that's often a lot of entrepreneurs it can also be people who are kind of in executive corporate positions people who are just starting the business i have teachers i have people who work in uh, hospitality um translators um you know all the all the people who work in this area but i also have people in australia england and I'd like uh, USA and I'd like to expand further out as well. Of course, the core of my business will be in Japan. And often it's people who have returned to their home countries who know that somebody like myself or yourself will have a really strong, um, that there's a context we have, yes. right? Yes. There's a high context that we all have together. So that's, that, that's absolutely thrilling. And then uh, I really love it as well. It doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in. I can still coach. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure you're the same. Like, I can be in a good mood, a bad mood. I can be sick or not sick, but I can still rock up and coach. (laughs) I just just love it. (laughs) Genuinely. So, yeah, well, I can, I can feel it. You know, I can feel that you love it. It's so nice talking about it. Yeah. And, um, and then the third arm, which is why we're here today. Woo-hoo. Thank yeah. you very much, because this is the announcement that yeah. you're speaking at the next clothing swap. So I also have an arm to my business, which is the CSR, which is Corporate Social Responsibility or Charity or the work that I do for free because I love it and I'm passionate about it, but that I that but it's actually part it's integral to my business as well. So I don't want it to be like a thing that, you know 
that exist outside my business that I do as my kind of volunteer work or something like that. It's not, it's actually part of my business. Mm. And that's the third arm of my business. And that's the one that brings me so much joy. So for example, when I quit my job, I was the president of few, the, the, uh, I was the president of few from 2011 to 2013. And that's a volunteer role. So rather than saying this is my business and I have a volunteer role, I would say that was the CSR arm of my, so what I'm doing for my corporate social responsibility now is being the president of few and managing a board of directors and overseeing the organization rather because I think um, we've talked about this before, but I started to resent doing things for free, but I still wanted to do them. <laughs> <laughs> so by actually integrating it into my business, it actually created this beautiful container for what I actually love doing. Um, one of the things I love is style and fashion and I love clothing swaps. I think they are amazing. I love connecting with people and connecting people, even though I like spending most of my time at home, but I do really enjoy that. I love supporting up and coming small businesses like yourself or um, all the other people I've had speaking, but people who have heart in their business as well. Like there's a real kind of sense of community building and stuff like that. Um, I, I love taking advantage of people's generosity. So the venue where we have the clothing swap is lovely and they just donated it. Just saw the saw on Facebook that I was having a conversation with somebody who was like, why don't we have big clothes swaps again? And I was like, okay. And then uh, Amy Hanashiro, who manages Oakwood Premier in Tokyo, she was like, you can have it at my place for free. And it's just like, I mean, I've got goosebumps telling you that now. Yeah. P.S. Goosebumps is my uh, way to tell if the truth is coming out or if something really magical is happening. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting that too. They're transversing the internet over here. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing because... Um, well, I call them FBGs, full body goosebumps. And that's like, if me and my clients are getting them at the same time, we're like, FBGs, FBGs. <laughs> Sounds, um, that makes me sound lunatic, but that's okay. Everybody's mad, believe me. <laughs> so um, one of my corporate clients said to me once in a workshop situation, we were talking about uh, communication styles and persuading and influencing or something like that. And he said, uh, so how exactly can I make sure that every time I have a conversation, it's fine? I said, never. <laughs> like, here's what I know from working in this industry for so many years everybody's mad everybody's bonkers so don't worry about it and I say that with love and heart and I don't mean to upset or trigger anybody who's you know going through mental illness or anything like that but I, with a light heart and with a playfulness you know everybody's got their own little things living inside them that rear their heads every now and then so yeah um so uh yeah <laughs> So there um, you are. Yeah, those um, full body goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've um, I've heard you talking about them on a different podcast a while ago, and then I was like, yeah. I get those too, and I yeah. didn't know what they were. And then yeah. it was like you diagnosed something for me. Yes. And when I I'll be talking to other podcast um, guests, and I'll be like, yeah. okay, I'm just getting goosebumps now because you've said yeah. something really amazing, and they'll be like, really, have I? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um. So thanks to you, Sarah, and I now know that what that is and that helps me too with uh, working with my clients working with um my podcast guests and things too so <laughs> the the fb oh. fbgs yeah FBGs. it's a thing yeah and now i'm now they're flushing 
because you just said that and I'm so <laughs> humbled though they're like flushing and flushing FBGs that's the that's the the uh, you know when they kind of feel like they're having a wave up your body <laughs> right. yeah yeah that's thrilling but um I mean that's one way that I kind of run the practice that I run as well is like we're, we're up in our heads so much um but our bodies hold an awful lot of information as well. And that those full body goosebumps, I mean, as much as I kind of giggle about it and so on, it's actually a serious way that my body's giving me feedback about, um, you know, telling the truth. And if we're hitting on something or going in the right direction or something like that, then that's a real, you know, and and then I don't have to say it anymore because my clients will tell me when they're getting that feedback from their bodies as well. So you know getting out of our heads and into our bodies i think you do that by running as well right yeah and that like keeping my um yeah keeping your body busy is sort of a way that you can get clarity in your head as well yeah yeah (laughs) it makes perfect sense there's a (laughs) i was just gonna say there's a saying and i actually don't know the saying so i'm just gonna give the gist of it which is um if you can't work something out go for a walk yes um, it's a Spanish saying, I think, but I, I don't know it. Now, I was running a workshop the other week. Um, I'm currently studying for a, a, a certificate in systems coaching. Actually, I'll get certified in 2020, but I'm just becoming a trained systems coach at the moment. So I'm in and out of Singapore all the time at the moment, studying for that in person. And uh, I was running a workshop based on that, doing work with people. And at the beginning of the workshop, you know, I'm sitting there really calm and ready together. And I said something, and I said, it's like this quote by Bruce Lee. And they're all looking at me. And I went, can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody starts laughing, you know. And, it's just, and then somebody Googles it and says, is it this one? And it's like, and I'm like, yes, that's the quote that I definitely know off by heart. <laughs> I think, don't you think, Jane, that's one of the joys of getting a bit older is you can be, you can be really... Um, think the word authentic is a bit overused now but you can be very um honest about things like that you start saying something and then you realize I don't actually know what the next thing I'm going to say is and then just say it because you can trust that you're kind of um that you're okay and you you know what you're doing and that's and if somebody in the room's like well she's not very professional is she or something like that that you can be like actually you know what's okay everybody makes mistakes and I'm giving you permission something like that do you know what I mean Mm -hmm like being yeah yeah, just being real is is yes sometimes that's yeah yeah that's the way we say it being real that's what we aim for here on the transformations with jane podcast so yeah (laughs) real oh um hello (laughs) (laughs) i regret saying that jane Anyway. Yeah, so um, let's let's go back to the corporate social responsibility thing because yeah. this is a topic that um, I'm currently quite interested in myself as I yeah. explore what my my business is going to look like in the near future. And as I just came back from a very big live event, rather like the Marie Folio event you described um, oh, myself yeah. in California, like a week or two oh, ago. Cool. And I came back realizing that you know, I have to step up now and be the CEO of my business rather than the dog's body or the assistant and, you know, doing all these things. If I want to have the impact and the impact is what I want. It's like, and because, you know, at this event, there were talk of like, 
you know, multiple seven figure launches and all of this stuff. And I was like, yeah, really can't get excited about that. It doesn't. Yeah, me neither. Blah, 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 what blah. Is it? You know, like, you know, pay <laughs> yeah. me a million dollars, pay me $5. It's all, it's, it really doesn't matter. But what does matter is the impact. And so yes. I'm not going to get any impact if I keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to have very minimal impact. So I thought, okay. Um, CEO, what does that look like to me? And it was like, okay, well, I want to, I guess I have to be the change I want to see. And we know in Japan, there's some change that needs to happen, right? Especially for women and work and in that area. And that's something that I can ha take part in. You know, that's something mm -hmm. I can do. Mm -hmm. So I've yeah, been looking at what does my organization look like? Um, in order to be the change that I want to see. So that's something I'm working on at the moment. And it actually made me really excited, you know, to yes. actually be the boss rather than, oh, no, I don't want to um, hand over control to people of my bits and pieces. And um, But now it's kind of like, no, actually, oh. I, this is what I need to do to be the yeah, change I want to see. Yeah, Of course, of course. And that was what I needed. I didn't need the whole, in order to make a million dollars, this is what you need to do. It's, yeah, to... To get the change you want, you need this is what you need to do, and so that really resonated with me. So, um, yeah, and so your part of your corporate res social responsibility is the close swap. So, I'd really love to dive into the close swap a little bit and talk about the nitty gritty so that we can get some more people there who have been maybe saying, Oh, I'd love to go, but I don't really know what it is, or Oh, I'm not really sure what sort of clothes I should bring. So, let's get all of those objections out of the way. So, I'm going to ask you Brilliant. some questions about it. So, I'm really okay. Before we do that, though, Jenny, yep. <laughs> first, I just want to really like, I want to honor what you just like. I instantly switched into coach mode when you were like, and I want to do this, and my business started making notes. So, <laughs> let's let's have a let's have a freebie coaching session, but anyway, I um, um, I, I think that you're you've already started doing this, haven't you? Because I've noticed a, a boldness about you in the last few weeks, which like coming to me and saying, can I come, you know, like mm -hmm. let's, let's do something together. And I think one of the most important things for women to do and being the change uh, in, in anywhere actually is being visible. Right. Yes. Just being bold and being visible because lurking around in the shadows, being humble and waiting to go to heaven or be applauded for that by somebody is, is, is not, going to be the change that's the status quo does that make sense yes yes so i applaud you for oh, being so bold you. and just getting yourself out there and being visible and ramping up your let's call it marketing but giving people access to you and showing your face and being cheeky and being irreverent and being you know and being out in the world and yeah, that's escaping I think from very, tohoku for <laughs> Well, for the day. Just, yeah. yeah, well, not just that, but also being out in the world and visible online and on Instagram and on Facebook and wherever you exist, being just doing that little bit more to ensure that people are seeing what you're doing. And then the second thing that I absolutely love that you said is about delegating. And this is across the board. And I, I mean, I spoke to a, a senior, senior manager um, a couple of weeks ago in a, in a finance and the first thing was like, oh, I'm really worried about delegating my tasks. Right. What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is, I mean, this is um, across the board, an amazing thing. And one of the things that we're talking about all the time. So I applaud you for doing that as well. Um, I think it's absolutely essential for people to, as soon as you can afford it, maybe just before, yeah, before delegate some of that stuff to people. 
Yeah, and if you're supporting somebody else's small business, bravo, I think we share. We may share an admin manager. <laughs> we do. <laughs> amazing. Yes, we do. Who's like basically the engine behind every um, small business <laughs> in Tokyo, the silent engine. She's like a, the Prius, the Prius of <laughs> Tokyo. Okay, so um, I love it. Yeah, step up and be the CEO. I love it. And that's an interesting point that you bring up that because that was one thing I wanted to ask you while you were talking about all these different people that you work with. Is there like a common sort of thing that connects all of those people, the different people that you work with across all of those different industries that you mention and the different levels? Is it the delegation? Delegation is definitely one of them. So yeah, like not doing all the things and not being seen to do all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's one thing. Um, and then another one is transition. Actually, it's about moving from one thing to another. I think, yeah, I was, I love the questions that you, you queued up for me about transformation as well. It's not really, well, I suppose it is a transformation of sorts, but it's transition, like moving from one version of yourself to another. And what you've just said there, when you step up and be the CEO, what does that look like? Does it look like not delegating your editing of the podcast? Does it look like doing your own scheduling? No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't. No. And also we're doing good work in the world. So we need to be touching at the highest possible level we can. Now that's not to say that the lowly tasks are less important. They're equally important, but they're just not what you should be doing as the CEO of your company. That's, that's right. And if you have the simple. inkling to be a CEO, then yeah. that's what you should be doing and yeah. or just being the ceo of yourself and like taking full responsibility for being sovereign or for being the queen or the king or the emperor or whoever it is of your own life or your own new like if you transition from being a manager to being a, a senior manager or senior manager to a vp what's the expectation of that like if you are the ceo and the sovereign of your own life in that situation what should you be doing and what shouldn't you be doing and then find a way to, to do that. So there's that, yeah, that kind of thing. And, and also people are just fearful and they have stories and programs that have been running in their minds for so, 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 so long that what a coach does and what I do is really help to just shift that slightly through like a myriad techniques, but also just that intuition and expertise that develops and experience that develops over time. Cause there's a lot of commonality between people's stories and then just kind of shifting those slightly using very a variety of techniques so uh those three things i think what did i say transition delegation and um fear and stories yeah fear and stories those three things yeah well that's yeah. refreshing isn't it so that's i mean even if you are a stay-at-home mum then there's probably some of those things that you're dealing with as well. You probably aren't delegating, perhaps aren't delegating. Oh, darling, you're the CEO of your family. Then. Yeah, you're the CEO of your you know family what? and your own life. Yeah. And if you're giving away your power to others, which is yeah. which is what I often yes. see with a lot of my Japanese women clients, is they they do not take any power in their life. Um, yeah. Even from their kids, they will not put their kids on a schedule to get them into bed before nine o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, there's a lot. There's something for everyone there. So <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it, Jane? There is an irony in that. In that this this country works on schedule. 
without question shops yeah. opening closing uh you know those those things so it, it it's interesting for me to look at the the difference and watch my sister-in-law raising her beautiful nephew and looking at the differences there but also i had to look at the bigger picture of japan and think well how does that kind of flexibility and that i love support what we enjoy in our daily lives do you know what i mean there's something like is there a connection there so i'm i'm, I'm that's just a question that i don't genuinely have does that make sense mm, i'm not sure i understand but from my from what i'm hearing is what we, yeah. what i see is that often I notice in Japan is there is always a structure that keeps people on time. You know, it's generally an external expectation that keeps Japanese people. And when there's not one, then things can go haywire as in the family schedule works really well until like, as long as the kids are actually in school, but before they're in school, when they're, you know, like in kindergarten or whatever, there, there is no schedule and things are haywire it's quite interesting oh interesting okay so i was thinking <clears throat> i don't know whether it's haywire or not <laughs> i was thinking more along the lines of is how because how we what happens from when we're zero informs what we're like as an adult so is okay. that is that flexibility early on in life where they get that uncon completely unconditional love which is not about hugging and kissing, but it's about just completely accepting the children as they are. Yeah. Is that with the checks and balances that come from this, this society, which I couldn't do because I'm, it's not inherent in me mm. is, is that something that also informs how well things work later on? And then I have to take a step back and be like, Oh, yeah. All right. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> you know, I have to like, yeah. think, is that part of, is that flexibility early on in life part of what I enjoy in my daily life in Tokyo? The safety, the, the trains, the, the shops, the omotenashi, the, that kind of sense mm. of just service and unconditional service. Is that rooted in that unconditional, unstructured start in life? And it's a question, it's not a statement. Yeah, and that's an interesting way of reframing something that, you know, because from like the, with the clients that I work with, a lot of them are struggling with that, you know, like that yeah. giving their kids that unconditional, um, you know, free time. And it's you just, accept, you know, they're really struggling with oh. the, their part in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because there are no um, sort of like, oh, yeah. you know, they have no time. They're just constantly on parent duty from 7am to yes. they fall asleep with oh, God. yeah so um good point but, and you know that could be part of your why daily life in tokyo is so lovely you know just because all the mothers are suffering <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a laugh of that's a laugh Sorry, of yeah, like um no. that's a laugh of um what can i say um uh satori uh not, what, how do you say Satori English? Um, an aha moment. <laughs> but um, thanks to the yeah, that's right. That we that's, and, and also, I suppose that that old system worked well in a three generation house. Yeah. Whereas now, when the expectations are much higher, the expectation perhaps on the 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 the, the male partner in a straight marriage is 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 less 
it is not so changed as it is for the female partner in a straight marriage. So, huh, interesting. Anyway, we could go on and on about we this could. all day, couldn't we? Yes. But, um, but yeah. I'm very lucky. I have a husband who questions all my, you know, my British white privilege stories. This is terrible and that's terrible. And he'll just kind of look at me and just say one thing and I'll be like, huh. <laughs> I'd love to hear one of those conversations. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're here okay, to good. So back about the clothes swap. So it's happening what on De December 8th, <coughs> 8th? Saturday yeah. at 2 p.m. That's from 2 p.m. Is that right? That's right. So it starts at 2 p.m. We ring a bell and registration opens at 1.30. So the first detail that I'm going <laughs> to give you is this. It doesn't start at 1.30. Registration starts at 1.30. So don't come at 1.15 or 1 o'clock because that's when we're still getting ready. Right. And we want to have everything ready for you and we don't want to put the, press, the venue under any pressure. So please don't come before 1.30 because don't queue up to queue up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so we start at 2.00. A five to two, we have our speakers. One of them is you. Thank you so much to come in and talk about their endeavors and what they're doing for our community and what they're doing towards, you know, the themes of the swap. And, um, and then they give a little talk and then people at the swap are able to go and talk to the people who talk. Last time we had um, Indy Bindi. Do you know that lovely fabric lady? She has beautiful, beautiful fabric. I thought that was her um, name for a long time. <laughs> so did I, but it's not. It's, her, it's one of her kids' names is Indy. And then, um, and we also had Paula Esguerra. Do you know her? She's the um, de she's a declutter coach. Yes. Yeah, and she's fantastic. And so I've been recommending her to my clients who are struggling with certain with, with clutter because that's not really my area. So she's, so I've been, and she's been going out to them and then being recommended to other people. And she's got so many clients through the clothes swap appearance as well. So this delights, this delights me. So that's part of the CSR. Like that's how I want my CSR to feel delightful. Mm. Not like, Oh, I've got to do this thing for free. <laughs> once it starts, once it starts feeling like that, I'm going to hand it off to somebody else. And mm. um, so, so where were we? Oh yeah. So two, and then at two o'clock I ring a bell, do a little announcement. And then everybody gets in and gets swapping. And before that, everybody's putting clothes out on rails. We've got like, we, we, we put everything out in small, medium, large, extra large, extra small, because we are a, a swap that includes everybody um, who lives in Tokyo and beyond. So we have everybody from the tiniest, tiniest body frame and type to the, the people with the larger bodies like myself. So we have everything from really extra, extra large down to extra, extra small. Um, you can often, yeah, we, you can often find a kind of buddy who's got similar. People too. <laughs> of course, yes, everybody, yes. Yes, we have, yes, absolutely. Um, and it's great to find a buddy, like if you find a clothes swap buddy, and then what happens is people will be like, I think this would suit you. They'll come running up to you with something and be like, this will suit you. And I just love seeing that happening. So that, that's that. Um, yeah, so we have tables for like tops and bottoms. <laughs> we have um, 
clothes rails with hangers on for like dresses and jackets and things like that and suits and nice things we have shoes but the shoes have to be in mint condition nice. because we otherwise the venue has to dispose of them and they're very generous but i don't want to add any extra work for them we have accessories bags earrings people sometimes bring like creams and makeup and stuff as well nice. and but that should also be in fabulous condition and um you know last time i was there i got one two three four five deodorant sticks I don't have to buy deodorant for another two years. Right, brilliant. I've got a little brand new L'Oreal, like little eyeshadow quartet, mm -hmm. you know, so that keeps me in eyeshadow for the next yeah. two years. You know, this is, I just, I just love it. Like, and I can afford to buy eyeshadow, let, let's be, and, and deodorant, but it's just, it, that's not the point. Yeah. Exactly. And I just, that thrills me. Like, I am thrilled by this. Like, I can't even tell you. I'm never going to buy myself a pair of crystal silver shoes. I have two pairs from the clothes swap, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so I have, I have a coach um, satchel that I took to a, a corporate chemistry meeting yesterday. I have uh, a Louis Vuitton scarf that somebody gave me that they brought to swap because it wasn't their colour. You know, I mean, I mean, okay. Let me be fair. This is like this is like the five percent of the really like oh designer thing that's popped up, right? <laughs> but the rest of it's just you know most is is just your regular kind of reasonable stuff. People, all the people who are come, uh, you know, uh, are just kind of normal women <laughs> across the middle class. So um, yeah. So what else do you need to know, Jane? What detail? Because I'm not very detail orientated. I get very excited about things. Go on, let, bring me, bring on your blue energy. <laughs> so um, I'm imagining that I like here I am with my closet. So the clothes that I can bring to the clothes swap are they? Do they have to be clothes that match the season, or can they just be no clothes? any clothes at all? So even like swimwear, swimwear. Or? anything right yeah because what tends to happen so at this time of year we'll be packing up our summer clothes mm. and bringing out our winter clothes so the chances are there's going to be a mix there so you may think oh god i haven't worn that swimsuit all season i'm going to take it to the swap fine somebody like me will be like excellent need a swimsuit taking it or i'm going on a you know i'm, yeah, going, I'm, to going, australia. To I'm going to australia for, yeah. for for christmas or whatever mm. i'll take that swimsuit um or you might unpack your winter stuff and be like, hmm. Hate this. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. I'm not going to wear that this year. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I didn't wear it last year. I don't know why I packed it up. And that's exactly what I've just done as well. Mm. Um, I have a, so there's that. So you can bring anything you want, but what we do ask you to do is separate out absolute crap from the stuff that somebody might take. If you see what I mean. So yeah like stuff with yellowing armpits or bubbles all over it and stuff like that. We ask you to put those in a separate bag and leave those. We have a, what we call the gommy pile. Mm. So it doesn't go into the swap. It's just there to be taken away and recycled because we partner with H and M. Yes. So my, my friend Ange used to be the CSR director, the corporate social responsibility corporate social responsibility core blimey <laughs> <laughs> uh, director of um h&m 
And she approached me and said, I'd like to partner with you on this so that we're really working at the community level, which I thought was fabulous. Now, of course, I'm very transparent, H&M and fast fashion itself has quite a bad rep, but I don't want to be really militant about that. I want to be inclusive to all the people who are part of our communities. And H&M is part of our communities. It supports, it gives jobs to people. It provides fashion at a reasonable price for people on lower incomes. You know, it's, mm. it, it's providing a service in the community. So I want to support them in that area where maybe they can do better. And so did Angela. And, and part of it is not this kind of big high returns stuff. It's this just little things. And I think that's lovely when um, corporations get involved in that kind of thing as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And, you yeah. know, I, I appreciate that they make the effort that you can recycle things, you know. Yeah. Like, they so can they, just yeah. not do anything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they come, they come and take away, a van comes and for free, they take away all their stuff. And then they send it on to their partner who does the sorting. It's a German company, I forget the name. And um, they sort it out into about 360 different um, categories. Wow. Um, so from like rags, I suppose, like things that are going to go and be turned into a, I don't know, like, a, a, re- like a, a coffee cup or something like that, to things that they will resell somehow or other, like things that are in smashing condition. Because oftentimes you'll have a beautiful ball gown that nobody's taken at the end of the day. So that goes off to the H&M thing, but it doesn't get mulched. That will oh, get good. that will be in the category of like being sold on. I don't care what happens to the stuff after that, as long as it stays above ground. Mm. You know, I have no moral high ground on H and M should not be selling that ball gown. No, <laughs> it's like as long as it stays as long yeah. as it stays above ground, I'm happy. Happens. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. So um, uh, yeah, and it goes back into the community. So that's that's. That's what happens to the clothing. Right, what else do you need to know, Jane? Okay, so so as you've just said, if I bring something to the swap that is swappable, but it doesn't get um, taken by somebody else, it will be sent off to a happy life somewhere else in the universe. Correct. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Above ground. Above ground. Above ground. Recycled and in some way or exactly. repurposed in some way. Exactly. That's great. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so... Yeah, what else did I want to know? Um, bringing so if I just bring a bunch of stuff, do I have to take something with me? No. So here's, here's the thing. You can dump and run. So it's 2,000 yen on the door, right? And that pays for um, a drink, a couple of drinks, and it pays just for the venue. They provide snacks and drinks. And also charity, uh, ten, uh, half of it goes towards a charity of choice. Um, past ones have been when the refuge, so I try and align it with what's happening in the news or what's, hap- hap- what's coming up. So um, usually we, we started off with oh, Resilience, which is uh, run by uh, a friend called Sachi. And she runs this amazing co- place for uh domestic violence education and help and so we just donated to that for the first year and a half two years then there was uh, a friend who had cancer and so we donated to his uh, fund once because he supports the community a lot as well you may know in Cara Moon Matthew Doms he um he does a lot of community work for 
um, he talks about his cancer all the time. So he's got videos, 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 videos about how to talk to doctors and all this kind of stuff. So I thought, okay, he's given a lot to my community. So I want to give something back to him. So we donated uh, one of the swap stuff to him. Uh, when the refugee crisis hit in the States, and I think we were all shocked and remained shocked by the splitting up of the families and stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought, okay, Refugees International Japan, just to keep the theme going. Last one was Santa's Soul Train. So again, Angela Ortiz, who was who is now the CSR coordinator for uh, director for Adidas, but was the CSR director for H and M. She started a NGO up in Tohoku following the earthquake. And I don't know if you've heard of this. She has this massive thing everywhere where they go up and they have these huge Christmas parties and they take up some like you know minor celebs. And um, they have these huge Christmas parties so that the people who have been evacuated um, from around the plant in Fukushima, mm. which I believe is where you're from as well, is um, um, they have, they can make memories and yeah. just have a really good time, which is really important. You know, so it's like, it's not charity. It's creating this beautiful, big atmosphere. They all dance and it's called the Santa Soul Train because they, they do this big dancing train. It just helps people to loosen up. And so I donated to that because I wanted them to get that in time for this, this, uh, this round of Santa Soul Train. And then this time on December 8th, it's Run for the Cure. So that's the Breast Cancer Association. Mm. And um, so I think I'm going to donate to Run for the Cure this time so that it coincides with the actual... So a lot of people are doing the Run for the Cure in the morning and then coming to the swap in the afternoon. And um, so I think I'm going to donate to that. Nice. Yeah. I also, I also use the Pink Ribbon Clinic right. myself for when I get my breast checks. And it's the best experience that I've had of that. It's all women in the clinic, all women doctors. And I had been really disappointed with a number of, my, one of my friends died um, of breast cancer when she was 42 a couple of years ago, another a beautiful person who was based in Tokyo. And so of course, and I was like going to different places. And then I had a few just bad experiences where I was like, I don't know what I just, <laughs> so yeah. I went to the paper and you have to like book two or three months in advance. And it was the best experience. I wrote a full blog post about it and everything that I've ever had there. So um, I go back there all the time. So I think it's nice to support that that um, that charity as well. So that's where the half of the money goes, mm -hmm. and and I just choose that based on just based on what my gut tells me. Yeah. And then I just say to uh, Amy. Hanashiro from uh, Oakwood Premier and Ange who's you know kind of we don't have a board of directors but they're the people I like to bounce things off I'm going to donate to this okay and they always just send an email back going no problem and then we just donate in that way it's all very it's informal but heartfelt yeah and regulated in that way <laughs> um what else did I yeah any other questions tell you um yeah, because we were okay. Come on, more questions. <laughs> running, so that's totally okay if you just want okay. To yeah, something. so okay. Sorry. Pay you two thousand yen, dump and run. Pay you two thousand yen, come with nothing and an empty trolley case. Take what you want, like fill your boots. You can you can take a van and fill right. it with. If you want to take all the leftovers and fill a van with it, you're welcome to do that as well. 
Um, I don't care what happens to the clothes afterwards. If they end up on a reselling site or they go on eBay, I don't mind as long as they're above ground. And bravo if you're that entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just don't mind. You know, we're adults. Let's, let's, sure. let's just get that straight. Um, what else? Might Here's a question for you. So I'm imagining like yeah. maybe we might want to try something on. What's the best way to come dressed to the event? oh okay so i would suggest you wear what you want but underneath have a pair of black leggings and a black vest right so you can strip off if you need to strip off if you need to it's a women only event we do have a men's section and previously we noticed a few men were trickling in and so i realized then it hadn't been clear enough that we, right. it was a no men event because we want to be able to whip our stuff off without feeling self-conscious right yes so now we're starting to put all the men's stuff in a little meeting room and so they can pop in and have a little browse themselves while they're waiting. Because a lot of men come in and they just sit and watch the TV in the room or they <laughs> yeah. sit outside in the... In the board husband fine. seat, yeah. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the board husband seat with the kids running around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids can come as well. Kids are welcome to come. Good. But we're not, we're not responsible for them. There's no childcare apart from a room full of women, which is basically its own childcare. Well, um, yes, yes. <laughs> and then because you know rooms full of women have a magic to them and then um whilst oh you can come at any time you like so you don't need to come at half one and register the only reason why i have registration half an hour early is so that at two o'clock we don't have a queue going out the door right yeah get some um, processing so happening yeah any time after half one you can arrive you can arrive at four o'clock you can if you like four thirty it's probably starting to be a bit yeah, because it finishes at five so you can come at any time you like like after half one after 1 30 any time you like you don't need to come and apologize to me for being late um it's very sweet if you do but you know you're it's not you, your schedule is literally none of my business mm. no, it's <laughs> um, not, not um all, all be there at two o'clock no Brilliant. no you don't have to and of course you do because you want to listen to jane nakata speaking yeah man. <laughs> I mean, who would want to miss that who would want to miss that but um you know or see the speakers um then um because i'll be inviting somebody else to be to be confirmed and um so it's it's very flexible the only thing that i do object to is if anybody is rude to anybody else or to the staff hmm. that's it like or you know anything like god it's god i've been waiting ages for my drink or something like that it's like <laughs> yeah that's yeah, not, I'll, I'll, I'll never be horrible to somebody on. but like i'm not ha i'm not having that conversation so you know or well, there's not much cheese this week it's like it's just no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of people because so, they are incredibly time. generous yeah it's all yeah. through generosity that it's even happening isn't it so exactly everybody's generosity yours included jane so um so there's that what was the other thing uh so you can arrive at any time you like you can bring as much as you like you can take as much as you like um men's clothes are available uh, uh children's as well and children's stuff um um children's things children's clothes i mean it's so lovely because all my friends have kids of varying ages. So, you know, I keep seeing the same clothes on different friends' kids. Yeah, doing the rounds. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, maybe in the 90s and 2000s and 80s, it was a bit of a, a stigma to be wearing hand-me-downs from other people. These days, no, it's a badge of honour. Yeah, People love it. You know, they really do. People are getting right into this recycling stuff as well. I think we have so much abundance around us now that people are getting a little bit sick of it and loving having a having the sustainability piece in there um, and the recycling piece. It's it's thrilling. I, I mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing half of Jennifer Shinkai's scarf wardrobe most of the time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey Jennifer, shout out! Hi. <laughs> um, and you know, I just I just love it. Um, yeah, and oh, Catherine O'Connell, of course, our, our mutual friend. She she also like always brings beautiful dresses. So I had a I had quite a few of her dresses in my wardrobe for a little while, and then I was like, wow. I never wear dresses. Why would I? Why would I keep dresses? So they all went back to swap. Right. Um, I see people taking things and bringing them back over and over again. So they may wear them for a season and then be like, actually, I'm done here. So it's almost you know it, it's and it's. Because, although a lot of it's fast fashion you're still getting a, a, a one-off you know yeah you're still getting a one-off because you don't generally see the same you don't see repeating things in the swap the same things so. right yeah. and i'll take anything i'll take i'll take i've taken uh vivian westwood jumpers uh you know i could do that or i could spend my time online putting it online for a thousand yen <laughs> I'd rather just take it to the swap. Keep it classy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else do you need to know, Jay? Yeah, I love how it brings people together. Like, I'm already in talks oh. with friends about who's going to be there, who's going to be having... Who yeah. Like, beforehand. Um, yeah. Most of it. Really excited about the chance to have so many people in the same room at the same time, even if we are there to swap clothes, <laughs> you know, like, just to connect with people. Well, darling, you've just hit on something very, very important there, which is it's not only about swapping clothes. It's actually, and this is where I think you come in, it's a community event and it's a coming to, and it's a social event. And what I noticed after about a year was people would come in, rummage for half an hour, get a table together with their mates, get their wine on and just sit there for an hour, then like go and have another browse after a while. You know, by the end of the day, people have had a little social with their mates. They're a bit tipsy. And they've had a lovely time. And then I noticed people leaving together and going and, and, you know, and people are so gracious and kind and they come up to me afterwards. And, and I'm not saying this to kind of be the big I am or anything, Jane. I'm saying this because this thrills me, which is they'll come up and say, I love this is my favourite event of the year. I love it. It's my favourite event of the, of the season or whatever. And the staff who work there also love it. They say, we just love this event. It's so much fun. And that thrills me. It's like, I've got goose again. FBGs. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, yay! <laughs> so, sorry, you're going to have to edit this so hard because I've made so many noises. Um, is um, so noisy. Um, is I, it, it's just, you know, it just, that just thrills me because, of course, in the back of my mind, that was part of the, the whole kind of, it's not just about swapping clothes, it's about getting together. I get to see loads of my friends four times a year that I wouldn't ordinarily see. 
and in person and it's just so nice and then people like talk to each other when they're like picking up stuff and going oh this might look good on you and then I notice them friending each other on Facebook afterwards so it could be one of my friends from over here with somebody from my network over here and then they suddenly become friends and then they're ph photographing each other's selfies going out together <laughs> again thrilling absolutely thrilling and this is part isn't this part of what you're all about the community side of things as well jane you you're a community builder aren't you well yeah i found that 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 was what was lacking from my life here in tohoku in fukushima and that by yeah starting to build that just brought so much joy to my life so that's kind of why i started doing the retreats back back in the day which is you know <laughs> a whole like year and a half now ago or something it was to bring people together um, to give them an excuse yeah. to get together because if you have to actually go out and figure out what day and what time and where and then it just doesn't happen right but if someone comes up to you and says hey here's an event all your friends are going to be there you you'll just go won't you so that's what I started to do yeah Jane Nakata you you're in the delegation area there aren't you <laughs> you know do you know what I mean? Like I've just got FBGs again going, you've just mopped up all that admin for somebody in yes. order that they could come and be their full self on retreat. Yes, that was, that was like, because that Girl, was what I loved to do. Yeah. And I don't yes. notice that other people didn't like to do that. Like they didn't want to think yeah, about Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that detail. Yeah. I just want to come and be the, retreat person not be the person who's got to talk to the venue and yeah. organize the, the chairs and how you're gonna see brilliant there we go so we've come full circle yeah back to that theme so what else do you need to know Janie I think that's enough I'm like how many people usually come to these things just out of interest 60 to 100 wow 100 is a bit too much Hundreds right. a little bit too crowded, a bit overwhelming, but still fabulous. Like, and also that's brilliant for the charity um, and for the venue because more people get to see it and then maybe rent the venue in the future. Um, I think it was about 69 or 70 last time, which is a nice number. Good. I think well, the I first one was about 40 or 50. Too much. Yeah. You know, my fans coming along no, just kidding <laughs> no Jane, bring as many people as you like because at the end of the day even if there's 120 people there it will the, the the group will manage itself you know the group will manage itself people will move outside the swap area and then you know when it gets sick and then when other people move outside it other people can go in because there's actually seating around the area where all the clothes are lovely sofas and stuff and people will leave early if it's too if it's quite crowded as well right so they'll come in drop and then go so just bring as many people as you like because at the end of the day the charity benefits more then yeah, so you know definitely. i have to remember it's not it's not at all about me or about any individual it's about the whole thing so yeah very good well yeah. i think i'm i'm satisfied now i think i've had all of my um things that I was confused or worried about <laughs> or just, you know, if you've never been before quite often, those little things will, will stop you from actually doing something for the first time. So I feel yeah. like people know, okay, I can bring any clothes. Okay. I can just bring in and I don't have to take anything if I don't want to. Um, you know, it just really helps them to make a decision to actually just put it on the calendar and come. 
give it a go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you're that way inclined, which I tend to be. So, (laughs) all right. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, I want to coach those people. What's, I want to coach these people. Just, you know, what, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to get put in clothes swap jail. Yeah. I know. Right. (laughs) What could could possibly happen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like um so that's it's good like yeah what could possibly happen that somebody could go i'm sorry you can't bring that and then and then what what you'll be a pariah in tokyo no <laughs> I, just, I but you know that's me i have kind of reverse shame so um yeah but i, I so i genuinely appreciate you asking all those questions that i would never really really think about yeah so, exactly maybe I'll, I'll might add this to the copy of the um the the swap event as well so that people can um i'll put little fa faqs is that yeah yeah Yeah, frequently asked questions maybe Mm, um, which might help people okay good yeah so tell us a little bit before we go tell us a little bit more about your coaching program that's coming up for the end of uh it's coming up soon sign ups are happening yeah what's happening there yeah 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 Brilliant. Oh, thanks, Jane. So um, in January, um, mid-January, I will be opening registration or application, actually, because um, not everybody's suited to coaching. So I'll be opening application for um, FNJ, which means February is the new January. Oh, brilliant. Um, I think, well, you know, with people in January, you set your goals and then you go, hmm. And then people talk about getting really depressed in February. So I was like, oh my, I'm going to have a party in February and call it February is the new January. And that was a rip roaring success. <laughs> and then the following, well, apart from the fact that our toilet got broken because somebody got a bit enthusiastic, but that's another story. And then <laughs> <laughs> try, fitting 50, try fitting 50 people into a 2DK. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, wow. uh, but it was great fun. And so that really sparked um, the following year. And I said to Laura, who is both of our business managers, I said to her, I've got this idea for a one-year program called February is the New January. And so I started it two years ago. So that will be, registration for that will be opening in January. And limited space is open for that. And it's a one-year program. So it'll be 12 months of coaching which is brilliant because coaching is like a process. It's not a one-off thing, uh, as you well know. Mm. So it's a process over which you, you work over time. And I love seeing the kind of the cycles and the ebbs of flows of, of people's kind of coaching experience in life. Um, there's content every month. There's, I'm going to be doing videos this time. Um, I'm also going to be giving away little extras for people. So to support them in some other areas of their lives. I love sending treats to people um and basically it's it's one year to help people to get on track stay on track um the first year i opened it eight people signed up the second year i opened it 23 people signed up oh my goodness that's amazing including including seven out of the eight of the first um uh, first uh set and uh so it's it's quite popular if you like and and I love it. And I, and we try to really look after our, our one year program. People like Laura and I try and treat them like Kings and Queens, men and women, 
anywhere in the world because everything's mostly done by Skype. But I also have people around the house as well, uh, where, where my office is. I have a home office and we can do some work there if they want to. And there's all kinds of bonuses for few members. And of course, the people who signed up before, my existing clients get massive uh, treats and bonuses as well. Yeah. And any newcomers, we're going to treat you like gold as well. So if you want to be treated like gold and have support for a year and go through transitions and learn how to operate your life and business at the highest possible level and to find out where you are now and to change your stories and to look at things from different perspectives and to, you know, understand business, but also to understand your personal and psychological life. Everything I do is around three areas, which is uh, science, psychology, and the supernatural <laughs> or fortune or that stuff you can't explain. Yeah. Full body goosebumps, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I always look at everything from a very, very um, scientific uh logical in this real earthly realm way but also then we have the psychology which is a bit more of a gray area and we that's where we do a lot of our work but then there's also that kind of like oh my god what just happened kind of thing you know where yeah I, yeah i can't explain that but we in coaching we can make that mean something that might help you like i did a massive dream analysis with somebody yesterday and that person got so much out of that wow uh, but, but not like a snake means money <laughs> you know <laughs> if you see a pencil it means death <laughs> not, not like that it's just it's more like very very pragmatic coaching questions but it digs down into um beyond our you know our logical brain and so um so, sorry jane i spin off into stories all the time because i get so excited by this talk about stuff so uh let, let me bring it back so it's a one-year it's a one-year program and um, um, registration opens in January for new for for unique users. However, I would strongly suggest that if you want to get onto my mailing list, because there'll be a first. Anybody who's on my mailing list as well will also get like treats and um, um, uh, discounts. Just because, thank you very much for letting me into your mailbox mm. and for trust trusting me with your email address and information. I don't send that much email out, uh, but. When I do, it's always like existing clients first, my uh, mailing list second, and then out into the world for all the other people, beautiful people who are going to be coached after that. I also have three, uh, I think it's three month and six month packages as well. Isn't it amazing? I'm like, this is my business and I'm not sure about the packages. And this is what happens when you delegate. <laughs> Yes. Laura Marushima, she knows, she knows all the right. details. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just kind of go, yeah, can you get in touch with um, my business admin manager, please? <laughs> <laughs> but that means that I can be fully present in the coaching sessions, right? And it means I can be fully present on a call like this because I'm not worrying about, oh, what's that uh, package that I have? Anyway, three months packages and six months packages I think as well but I might be I might be just getting rid of the three month packages in the future because I prefer working with people long term it's much yeah, more a year is a, like you can get you can do so much in a year can't you it's just yeah, like if I look you never know what's going to happen at my and people have to make u-turns yeah and you know you know and people situations change beyond recognition and they're Yes. You know, if the, if the passing of a loved one happens, then that really changes things big time. 
and then that changes the course of the coaching program these are inevitable things yeah in terms of transformations darling you know um so uh these you know i can really help people through those things and i keep myself very well informed and stuff like that i'm not a psychotherapist so i never take anybody on who needs that kind of thing right um but um I've talked to enough people and done enough research in the background to kind of help to guide people through quite a lot of different life, um, life stages and so on. And of course I just have a bag of t- tools and techniques and, and, and education. That's the kind of most humble way to put it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Just like other people's expertise that I can bring to the table for you. Yeah. I think yeah, that's sounds amazing. Nothing to do. Oh, I love it. I do. Yeah. I do. Wow. Uh, like, yeah, get on um, Tara's list so that you can hear about this program and get on there. Don't miss out. If, you know, she gets completely overloaded. You might not be able to get on. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the, that's the, um, yes, we're being a bit smarter about it this year. We're doing a lot of planning. We're planning like a corporation. Like you said, you want to be the CEO. I've been planning this since August and then Laura and I will sit down and start planning in earnest in uh, late November um, for the first launch in December. And I'm saying, I'm telling, I'm saying this not because anybody's interested in how I run my business, but it might be useful for other people to understand my timelines. I don't just wake up one day in January and go, here's a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone, <laughs> you know? anyone want this? <laughs> yeah, like I have timelines I have, and, and I actually give all this kind of, everything that I use and create for myself, I instantly give back to my clients. So I will make like all the, as you can probably tell Jane, you and I are quite different. You're very detail oriented. You can do schedules and stuff like this is not my strong suit. Um, uh, I'm much better served at very kind of, how can I put it? Like um, big picture, inspirational thinking is, is my more my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I have to work very hard on the, on the scheduling and detail of things. That means that when I make something that works for me, that's going to be useful for pretty much anybody. So if you're already pretty good at that stuff, this is like, oh yeah, this is, this is fine. But if you're not very good at this stuff, you're like, oh my God, this is the first system I've ever really been able to, to work with. Right. (laughs) You know, Mm. so, uh, you know, that's, that, that's that. Um, so yeah, so there's, so there's that, so there's content, um i've been working on this what's coming up next very transparent about the way everything works um launching in december for my clients launching in january to the world and and to special offers for my mailing list and there will be limited spaces because i love working one-to-one coaching with people so it's not especially scalable in that in that respect mm. but i want to be able to give everything i can to them so there's there is an actual hour limit of how many hours i can offer in a month exactly and yeah you know, and still be effective amazing that you offer that one-to-one and that you have the capacity to be able to do that um well i just put it <laughs> like i are you introverted i'm extremely introverted okay so i feel drained you know like like this podcast has been so amazing but i will have to go and have a wee lie down afterwards (laughs) yeah yeah you know like yeah 
I couldn't schedule two podcast re- recordings on a, one day. It just wipes me out. So Right, yeah. right. That's and good know to that. know. But yeah. yeah. And, like, and what I love about that is that's the true, the true mark, that, that's the true, the true description of being introverted is not that you can't do this stuff. So I love that you're modeling that, Jane, because people often ask me things about that. Uh, loads of my clients obviously are introverted um but it, it's it's knowing where your energy lies ironically although i always um map very very extroverted i have a massive introverted part of me as well i hardly ever leave the house <laughs> i could do two i could do two podcasts in a day though yeah. but i need a lot of recovery time as well because as you i think there's just like different ways to be in the world it's just a way to just i think this is just the way that um you know carl jung described people's energy and how they put their energy out into the world and i love that you're 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 modeling for people who have a more introverted bent how to be in the world and it doesn't mean you can't be the best presenter going or you know when you hosted that dinner party that i came to as well just an incredibly gracious and competent and confident host and friendly and, and all that kind of stuff but you can't wait to get on the train and just be in your own little space on the way home probably whereas somebody like me who's more extroverted maybe like after an event like that let's go out for more drinks yeah. yes. <laughs> on the other hand the kind of extrovert that i am you can see i throw it all out like i'm all in i'm all in on the conversation so I also get incredibly drained and then have to have loads of recovery time at home. Right. That's the kind of extrovert that I am. It's uh, called ENFP. Extroverted. Oh, in- yeah. Yeah. Extroverted, intuitive, feeling and perceiving. So the way I look at that is <laughs> extroverted. It's all going out. Intuitive. Yeah. You're feeling, you're yeah. needing everything, feeling it all. And P means you're not, you don't even have a box to put it in. So it's just like, <laughs> 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 so then you actually behave like an introvert in terms of your energy levels right. and need a lot of time on your own to just process everything that's going that's on so around interesting. you yeah do you know what you are i'm like an infj or something like that yeah that makes sense mm. yeah uh, that yeah yeah i see that yeah god damn you and your j i want that j <laughs> But I think, um, you know, it's interesting to see how we can grow into a slightly different personality with confidence and, Absolutely. and you know, like the, a year and a half ago, the, that Jane wouldn't be hosting a podcast and, and volunt and like, and just sort of out of the blue emailing Sarah Furia to yeah. let her be the speaker at the next close swap, which is what I did to people yes. listening there. Um, that I, I wouldn't have done that. Um, but now I'm like, okay, let's give that a go. And uh, do you want to hear a funny story just quickly about yes. that? Yes. So your email came in because I was like, um, if because I've told myself, if Sarah's clothes swap is on a day that I don't have any like um, events or things happening, then I'm going to go, right? And then you emailed the date through to your list and I got it and it said it was December 8th. And I checked my diary and I was like, oh, well, look, I can go. It's on a day I don't have anything on. And then I was like, hmm. I see she had some speakers last time. I wonder if she needs anyone for this one. I'll just email her right now and tell her about what I could do. And then I sent the email to you and then I got my diary out and I just blocked off the day and I wrote speaking at Sarah's clothes swap and I hadn't even got your um, reply yet. And I was just like, this mm-hmm. is happening. And then like five minutes later, you, <laughs> you were booked and I was like, well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't that wonderful? And, and you know, I think that you, I know you're part of a quite a lot of like masterminds and 
you went off to California for this. So you're in like a, a paid mastermind, which includes coaching and stuff like that. Is that, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So the, I, I, I just want to stress here, and this is, this is from my heart is this is the power of coaching. Yes. So a different version of you or me would have been like, Oh my God, what if she says no? But the current version of you is like, or I'm just going to put that in my diary is done. Um, and then just, you know, and, and also you don't really give a beep if, if I say no. Yeah. Right. No, so if I no. said, oh, I'm sorry, I've already got my speakers. You wouldn't have been at home going, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. I'm a pariah in Tokyo. You know, <laughs> yeah, or whatever does. those, yeah. you know, whatever those mad stories that start to kind of, you just like, okay, that's done. I email back because of course that, that's, that creates ease in my life as well and also why not why why not it fits the theme of community and it fits the theme of 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 building things and all that kind of stuff so you know it's a sneaky way for us to get kind of coaching into the swap as well because that's my csr this will be part of your csr as well ps because you're not getting paid to speak so it's so whoever comes to speak actually whether they like it or not has a csr arm to their business which is coming and speaking at the clothes swap <laughs> you know so this is all you know any time that you're in exchange with people for free, it's not for free. There's a transaction there, and I put that into my CSR part as well. So that that's absolutely mark. I, I love to hear that, and I do think that's the power of being in these kind of masterminds and in these groups and in these kinds of um, coaching programs and stuff like that. Is it, it just helps you to get over yourself a little bit? Oh, definitely. You know, I had a little. I met you get get out your own way <laughs> and uh I kind of think I made a little when you know do you remember when it was we were all making little memes and posting them on our Instagram against nice backgrounds and stuff there was a little phase we all went through doing that didn't we yes yes yeah it was last year and then so one of mine was humility is the gracious act of getting over yourself <laughs> right <laughs> just, that was one of mine i was dead proud of like you know these things come out is that your original one? My coach. oh that's yeah that's a that your original that's yeah which happened during during one of my yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we oh most of the ones i post are but like um i uh and so i was in a coaching session with one of my clients and she's like i don't want to send this email and i was like I think you need to call on humility and basically humility is the gracious act of getting your over yourself and she was like i will send the email but then i was she was like and i was like i'm just writing that down i checked out post-it notes all across the bottom of my computer with things yeah. on that i intend to write a blog post about or stuff but then i got bored of making canvas <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like is this the best use of my time well so i have 30 people i'm coaching at the moment maybe not so yeah yeah Oh well, and that's and another that, thing, Jane. Yeah. What's that? So when I when I stop doing things, yeah, when I stop doing things, it's often because I want to, I want to serve the people who are putting money in my bank account as well. I'm going to be very honest about that. So my clients or people who have paid me come first, or my CSR. So I would consider somebody like yourself now you're one of my clients kind of thing or your service provider. I don't know. We're in transaction because you're going to come and speak at the clothes swap for free, but we're still in some kind of transaction, Amy. So I tend to prioritize if I'm like, do I really want to sit down with Canva for two hours now? Or would I be better served serving my clients who've paid me? 
you know what I mean? Like yeah. it helps to create boundaries in the business. Sounds really direct to that, but I hope your listeners can take something from that, like can take something useful from that. And you know what? I'm going to just be honest here. This is RuPaul. You know RuPaul Charles who does RuPaul's Drag Race? Mm. The beautiful, beautiful drag queen. I don't and... think I do. I've been not <clears throat> in Tohoku for too long. I do not know. Oh, girl, you have to go on Netflix and find this. Person. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, he was massive in the 90s and now, now like huge, huge reality TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race. It's fantastic. Another one of your podcast speakers, Sarah Bull, is a huge fan. Oh, yes. And um, <clears throat> he says, if they ain't paying your bills, pay them no mind. Right. <laughs> just think yeah. there's some... Now, that doesn't mean you're not kind and nice and great, not nice, kind and generous and gracious towards every person who comes into you. But am I going to, am I going to recommend that somebody sits and ruminates on a thought by somebody who's not put it, putting money in their bank accounts? Mm. It sounds a little bit ruthless, but there's, there's, there's something in there about, there's a permission in there to, to serve where you're supposed to serve yes. and to yeah, look after the people who are in exchange with you. Yes. Yes. Not the ones who are swimming away from you. Mm. And it also does mean it doesn't. And being very clear again, it's not. It's not ruthless. It's about looking after yourself, and it. And it also means that your energy is in, is protected in the right ways, so that for those people who are your friends or potential clients, or just getting on and off the train and being kind and moving out the way for somebody and not shouldering them instead, you know, it means your energy is more available for that kind of thing rather than oh that person yeah. said that or you know You're not completely depleted exactly exactly my love yes mm, i see well i think on that note we've taken up our listeners earbuds for long enough but it's sorry babe no but so much gold in this episode and i cannot wait for people to hear all about it and yeah. we are gonna be at the close swap on december 8th please come and see us like jane's coming to town so yeah it's the best time just come along and then we can all catch up and i can see you all and it's going to be fabulous so thank you sarah for this opportunity to thank you jane it was a joy yeah it's been fabulous and a joy see you on see you in december yeah yay yay all right you have a good day and you (laughs) bye bye皆さんこんにちは。今日のゲストはセーラフルヤさんですね。旦那さんが日本人です。で、イギリスのリバープール出身のコーチなんですね。で、セーラさんは2001年私より1年早く日本に来てなので17年目になってるんじゃないですかね
、あのそのイベントは服を持って行って、好きな服を持って帰るとか、あのもう着,着ない服を持って行って、あの他の人が選べるようにっていうエクスチェンジ、服エクスチェンジっていうあのイベントを年、ね、に4回をあの,のオーガナイザーなんですね。で、今度のイベントは12月、2018年の12月8日土曜日、東京にあります。で、そのイベントであのスピーカーとして私が出ますので、あのジェーンにあの会いたい<笑>あの本,当に本当の J に会いたい人はぜひあのそのイベントに参加してください。Facebook にあの情報があるので、この,あのショーノーツっていうこの,この番組の説明に行ったらそのリンクがありますけど、多分検索するとあの出てくると思うんですね。そこであのそのインフォメーション、どこにあるのかとか。あの今しらあの話している間に<笑>調べてますけど、メガクローズフォーえっと、場所は、ああ赤坂のオークウォードプレミアっていうところですね。赤坂にあるんですね。オークウォードプレミア東京ミッドタウンっていう場所で、あの午後の2時から5時までの間にあのみんな来ますね。で、参加費は2000円。で、その2000円からワ,あのワイン2杯ぐらいと、あとあのおやつとかがあって、で、残りのなんか1000円ぐらいはその、その寄付としてあるチャラティーにあ,のあげますので、より人が来たら、そのチャリティーに寄付が多いので、ぜひ来てください。あと、このエピソードの録音をが終わった時にあ終わった後にあのセラさんとちょっとあの話を続いてで、セラさんが言ったのは、実は話している間にあの、ジェーンのために占いカードをあの撮りましたよって言って私びっくりしたんですけどすごく好きですよそういうのでそのカードはあのなんか bold と adventurous になってあと brave もう頑張ってあの踏み出してなんかちょっとエクサイティングなことを挑戦ししましょうよみたいなメッセージのカードを引っ張りましたね。私にはちょうどいいメッセージでした。<笑>あの、まあ皆さんは、J はいろいろやってるんじゃないですかと思うんですけど、実は自分の中にやっぱりまだ、あの、まだなんかできることはまだまだありますねと思いました。もうちょっと、あの、大きい、ことを挑戦するとか、ちょっと怖いことを挑戦するっていうのをもっと頑張りたいなと、あの、カリフォルニアから帰ってきた頃からそう思うようになって、ちょうど今日そのカードも出たので、<笑>じゃあ、どんな、どんなことを、まあ、大体私わかるんですけど、頑張ろうと思って。
なのでそのちょっと裏の話だったね<笑>があったけどそういう楽しいことをしてくれてありがとうセラさんもすごい人ですねじゃあ皆さんもしあのクローズスワップに来たいなと思ってるんだったらあのぜひ連絡してください。で、私、あの、福島のいわきから行くので、もし一緒に行きたい人がいれば、ぜひついてきてくださいね。あの、朝、あの、いわきから出て、で、夜になったら帰るので、その次の日に、イベント、あの、ジェーンのイベントがあるので、あの、その、まあ、一緒に、あの、日帰りで、そのイベントに参加する予定です。で、その次の日のイベントもちょっと話をしたいと思います。そのイベントは Inspire You in Yumoto っていうイベントです。で、これ2回目で1回目、まあ、すごくあの人気だったので、ぜひあの今回あと、チケットはあと10枚ぐらいしか残ってないので、ぜひあのジェーンのウェブサイトのあのに行って、あのイベントのところに入ったら、あのユーモあ Inspire You in Youmoto っていうイベントがあるので、そこであの切符を買えますので、あのすぐ手に入りますで。あと10枚くらいしかないので、あの急いでください。12月9日日曜日の,あの10時スタートですね。9時半からあのチェックインはできるんですけど、10時スタートで4時くらいまで。イベントをやりますでそのイベントの内容はどういう内容ですかって<笑>よく聞かれるんですけどあのインスパイアっていうあの皆さんをインスパイアしたいですねなのでジェーンの話もあってあとジェーンの,あのワークショップもあるんですけどその私の実あの今の生徒さんの話もあり,ありますよで,で今度話す2人は多分、あの、まあ、6ヶ月以上一緒に、あの、コーチングの、まあ、勉強って言えば<笑>、一緒に、あの、コーチングの生徒で、で、どんな、どんなことをできたのかとか、今までの道とか、これから挑戦したいこととかの話なので、で、皆さん本当に、あの、普通の人ですよ。<笑>普通、あの、いい意味で、普通の人なので、あのもうあん,あんなにす,すごい人って私は無理だわと思わないようにあの多分皆さんより少し進んでる前に進んでる人を選んでスピーカーになってくださいっていうふうになってるのであのぜひ来て,あの来てそのスピーカーたちの話を聞いたりおいしい弁当を食べたりで湯本温泉での古滝屋さんでやるのでその古滝屋さんのお風呂に入ってすごいリラックスしてワクワクの状態であの家族に帰るようになるので本当に自分にとってもプレゼントだし家族に,<笑>にとってもプレゼントになるので本当に楽しい一日ですよ。岩木の中の中で多分一番楽しい一日だと思います。あのそのイベント、一日の楽しいイベントとして、もうみんなすごくワクワクしてる状態で帰ります
なのでぜひあの切符を買ってくださいお待ちしてますじゃあまた来週あのエピソードがあるのでお楽しみにしてくださいバイバイ I hope you enjoyed that episode with Sarah Furuya from Sarah Furuya Coaching. If you are interested in finding out more about her February is the new January program, then head over to my show notes and have a look at the link for that. You will also find the link to her brand new show, the Legends Interview Series, and also how you could start your own podcast with my help with the Pod Launch with Jane program. So many. Good things in that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, when we listen to these episodes with the backdrop of 2020 and COVID virus and all of that, some things, you know, have just had to, you know, just be cancelled, like Sarah's clothes swaps. And that's a real shame. But it doesn't mean that they'll be cancelled forever. And let's cross our fingers that, that it becomes possible again in the future. So I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. If that's what you celebrate. <laughs> And we'll see you again next week for another episode. Take care. Bye.